as I laid my hands on her, I noticed that something was happening that I never had happened to me before. Mm. I knew what the anointing was, mm -hmm. but this was very different. Hmm. This was substance. Wow. And it was pouring through my arms and coming out my fingers. Wow. And then mm. I was getting euphoric <laughs> from the substance, which I didn't even know it was the glory. Wow. Yeah. I did not know. You had stepped this, into a realm of glory. He was coming out of me. It was yeah. him, the glory. Yes. Coming out and um, touching her. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you are with us. We have a very, very special guest today, Irene Fulmer, who is a registered nurse, retired now, and she is going to be sharing with us things that the Lord did in her nursing career that will help you to understand the compassion and the, the healing and divine power that God can pour through someone on the job when they're doing the thing that God has called them to do, called as a nurse. We're so glad that you're with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get started, let me just encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and be sure to sign up for our email lists. We want to uh, help you to stay informed of what we're doing and what God is doing. It's so exciting to see the things that He is doing in these days and helping people to contend for the glory and contend for the things that God wants to do. We have prayer call that goes out every day, and we have equipping events that are coming up. Be sure to check out the events that are on our event page. And we have people that are engaging all the time in what God is doing in his glory, in his outpouring. So we want to encourage you to, uh, to be connected with us and to follow what God is doing in this ministry. So Irene Fulmer, thank you so much for joining us today on, on the Global Outpouring Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's, it's a delight to be here in your home. Um, we're, we're excited about the meetings that we're having here with you. And last night's meeting was wonderful. Was God wonderful. really poured out his spirit in a powerful way and people's lives were deepened and changed and just growing in God. You could see, I, I love to be among a group of people that are mature in their walk. And that's what we experienced yeah. here last night. Yes. I, I love it too. It was just wonderful. Um, so I want to just uh, start out with asking you about how you came into the things of God in the first place. How were you raised? Well, I was raised in a family of uh, six of us. I had three sisters. We were four girls. Uh, my parents were uh, Catholic. My dad was an Irish and my mom was Italian. Wow. That's <laughs> and, a wonderful uh, mix. <laughs> yes. And it actually, uh, they complemented each other very well. Beautiful. Because my father was very strong, 
and a, a real, um, very strict. Mm -hmm. But my mom was very soft, very compassionate, and a good cook. <laughs> and uh, I was born in Brooklyn. Okay. We moved to Long Island when I was five. Wow. After my sisters were getting beat up in the schools, mm, they decided wow. to leave the area because it was becoming bad. Mm -hmm. wow. So I lived on Long Island for the rest of my days until now. Wow. I'm still here. That's beautiful. I did ask the Lord to uh, move south, but he has kept me here. <laughs> <laughs> he has a purpose. Yeah. But now, as, as you were growing up, you loved Jesus. Tell us a little about that. As I said, I was born a Catholic. We were taken to church every Sunday, although my dad would drop us off and he did not come. Mm -hmm. uh, if I didn't go to church, I, I, I was punished for the week. I wasn't allowed to go out. But uh, <laughs> Jesus became very real to me in my Catholic church. The cross was my focus. Yeah. And the, the stations of the cross had a great effect on me. Why would this man suffer like this for me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would stare at the pictures and, and feel compassion that he, he loved me. I felt he, he loved me. He, he was so low that I could touch him. Mm, and I did at an early age. I remember staring at the cross there above the altar. He was very real. And as a teenager, I started to with the rosary novenas that I was making. But I noticed that every time I made a novena about something, those prayers were answered. Tell, tell us what yeah, a novena what? is, because there's a lot of people who don't know. Well, a novena, and it's so many years ago, <laughs> um, it's when you pray on the rosary. Is it like nine times? Or yeah, something? yeah, it's a certain amount of times. I'm actually I, forgetting. I think, you know, what, I think novena means nine. Okay, yeah, there's a certain oh. amount of times you'd say it over and over again. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I noticed that God was hearing my prayers. Yeah. Uh, when I was around 19, I, I got a lot of questions in my mind. It was like a crisis going on. It was like, Lord, are you really God? I yeah. was like saying, Lord, you know, this one that I thought is out there, are you out there? Yeah. And, uh, he had me have a TV on with Billy Graham mm. one evening. Wow. And it was like he was speaking right to me. Mm -hmm. I found myself sitting on the chair weeping. Yes. And I gave my heart. I said, yes, I do want God like this. Yes. Wow. I, I didn't even know Billy Graham, but I... Mm -hmm. I, I, I I knew I want this, what this man is saying. Yeah. And something really happened. Yeah. Because I had an insatiable hunger for God. Wow. I ran back to my Catholic church. Yeah. But they could not feed me fast enough. <laughs> and my sister, who was undergoing a conversion herself, yeah. told me about an evangelical church. Wow. And so I went over there. And I was hearing the gospel. Yeah. I mean, not just one verse, like right. you did on Sunday morning in the Catholic Church, mm -hmm. mm. but I was hearing the word of God. Yeah. And I had never heard that before. Wow. So I was drinking it in, and then they were singing these songs that I never heard. 
And so I was standing there <laughs> weeping, and I just was finding God. Yeah. Like I'd never yes. known him. And I started telling my neighbors about God and, and how really was then before you know it, my one neighbor, she's coming with me to church. Hmm. And uh, my one sister was coming to church. And then I started to have a neighborhood Bible study Glory not long after God. that. <laughs> I wow, love that's it. amazing. And I had about 10 neighbors. Wow. And they would come every week. And uh, I was getting a teaching from this one man and then I would share what I learned to, with them. And everything that I was learning, I was teaching them. Wow. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and everything, I was drinking in the Word. And these women were growing. And that Bible study lasted three years. And, and the lady that lived across the street from me, she said, I'll be willing to teach the children downstairs mm -hmm. in your home. So we wow. didn't have the moms getting bothered by the children. And she was teaching them little gospel stuff. Wow. And uh, I had the moms up here in the main floor, and they were all being touched by the Lord. Wonderful. And this Thanks went God. on for three years. It was very... And I just remember saying, Lord, if you're going to be with me, I'll do it. Yeah. You have to show me, are you really going to be with me? Mm -hmm. And he gave me a scripture, I believe it was in Zephaniah. Uh, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty, mighty. and he will save, and he will rejoice over thee with singing, and, yeah. you know, yes. and, uh -huh. and he's with you. And it was like, oh, the Lord's with me, okay, you know, and he was. I watched him change those women. I had one woman, she was extremely negative. She had no faith. Well, after like the second year, she was really having a turnaround. Praise Glory God. to God. Wow. I mean, she was turning wow. and believing, all of them. So that was very beautiful. So the Lord led you by His Spirit really all your life because you were, you were raised in an atmosphere of honoring the Lord, of giving Him glory, of prayer. Um, you learned all that in the Catholic Church. And honestly, I'm, I want people to understand that, that this whole wall between the Catholics and the Protestants is something that is like the, the powers of darkness are trying to keep us separated, where Jesus is everything to each group. You know, there are there are areas where we we don't have it right doctrinally. You know, one 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 group or the other. We, none of us have our doctrine one hundred percent correct. I was talking with uh, Pastor Tony Kemp yesterday, and and he said, you know, I know a whole lot less than I did five years ago, because <laughs> you think you know, you think you mm -hmm. know things, and then the Lord reveals something else. And and I know that you have walked in a lot of revelation by the Holy Spirit. He has just taught you all your life, and, and He's led you all your life. And um, you. tell us how He took you into nursing. I think that's just an amazing story. Yeah. Well, just, just to say one thing about what you were saying about the divides and so mm -hmm. on, and, you know, the Lord, He's going to remove the you know, the denominations, and mm -hmm. I, I believe that we're just going to become all one in that. It's one body. It's the ecclesia, right? Mm -hmm. And it's following Jesus. Yes. The bride following the bridegroom. <laughs> yes, that's what it's all about. Amen. 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 Yeah. How, how did the Lord lead you into nursing? I started to get a reoccurring vision. Mm. You were born again by this time. I was born again. I was in my early 20s. 
actually, I was older. I was probably in, I was in my late 20s by that time, right? Because my children were small. And I would get a reoccurring vision of Jesus in the hospital. And he had on a white robe with sandals. And he had this lowly countenance, Hmm. very humble. And he would be going in and out of the rooms of a hospital. Wow. And it would have such an effect on me because it would... It would come when I least expected this vision to come. Mm. And I would be very emotionally moved by it, and I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. My neighbor, shortly after this was happening, she said, you know, I'm going to nursing school. Do you want to join me? I said, oh, no. I have no, I have no desire to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm seeking the kingdom of God. Right. That was my main ambition. Right. <laughs> and I keep getting this vision of Christ in the hospital. <laughs> Mm, And I thought, Lord, maybe you're telling me to go do some volunteer work at a hospital. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. I found that as I did this volunteer work, I was having supernatural experiences with God. Wow. I remember feeding a patient her lunch, Mm -hmm. and the Lord started to pour out of my eyes as I'm feeding her. Hmm. And it was the love of God pouring out of my eyes. And I didn't, she didn't talk to me. And I really didn't talk to her much. Wow. (laughs) But it was happening. Hmm. There's a lot of things. She grabbed my hand after that day so tight. And I knew she, she was touched. Yeah. She died a few days later. Wow. Wow. We never know how we're going to affect a person. But see, he used me for this. Uh, there were other experiences there too. One was when I was looking at a painting on the wall, and there was a there were words in this painting. It said, "The greatest journey ever is the journey inward." Yes, and I felt the spirit just you know bear witness to those words, and he was letting me know, "I'm taking you on a journey, and it's inward." Mm-hmm. Mm. And. It and was, was nursing part of that? Yes, it was. So so it wasn't long after that I got the message from the Lord. Yes, you really do want me to be a nurse. Yes. And um, I had a lot of obstacles. I was uh, I fainted when I saw blood. <laughs> it's a major I, obstacle. <laughs> I fainted when I was in hospitals. I remember as a kid I was sliding down the wall of a hospital because <laughs> my mother took me to visit someone. Oh my. And I was fainting. Oh my! And she's saying, she's yelling at me, "What are you doing?" And I was fainting. Oh, I couldn't control oh my. it. Oh my! So the Lord knew what He was doing. <laughs> he wanted to go within me, yes. and He wanted to get at all those fears. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. And I, I had no idea that that's what He wanted to do. Right. He was dealing with things using your vocation, using your nursing to work on on the inner man, on the flesh person. That's right. And I'm so glad I said yes. Yeah. He really had the love for the sick. Yes. It was his love for the sick and dying. Right. Right. And he imparted it to me. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a really important ministry. Now, we know that the ministry of healing is an important ministry. The ministry of healing is is powerful. And you probably saw some healing miracles. I can tell you of one. Sure. It was later on in the career. 
I had just gotten permission from my boss to present a proposal to the medical board Mm -hmm. because she had this wonderful vision to create a complementary holistic medicine department in the hospital. And she said, you're the one that's going to do it. Wow. And so there I am presenting to the medical board this proposal for this program. And afterwards, they approved it, by the way. Well, my boss, she convinced them how good it was. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, afterwards, I had a doctor come to me and he asked me, could you help my wife? Oh, my. And I said, well, I'd like, I'd like to try, but uh, I have to get permission from administration, which, of course, my boss gave me. And I met his wife. She was only 42, and she, was, uh, she had lymphoma. Mm. Mm. She was very ill. The door practically knocked her over. Mm. And her hands were wearing, she wore gloves because she had permanent nerve damage in her mm. fingers, and she said she was in constant pain. Oh my. She said, I wait till the children go to sleep mm. to cry because mm. I don't want them to see me cry. Oh, my. She was very sick. So I started to treat her with some complementary medicine. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was hands-on. Mm-hmm. It was uh, one of the things I did was uh, called an amatherapy. Mm-hmm. As I laid my hands on her, I noticed that something was happening that I never had happened to me before. Mm. I knew what the anointing was, Mm -hmm. but this was very different. Hmm. This was substance. Wow. And it was pouring through my arms and coming out my fingers. Wow. And then Mm. I was getting euphoric Mm. from the substance, which I didn't even know it was the glory. Wow. I did not know. You had stepped this, into a realm of glory. He was coming out of me. It was yeah. him, the glory, yes, coming out and um, touching her. Wow. So I said, well, I'm going to have to tell her. And, and I said, Kim, are you feeling anything? Mm-hmm. She said, yes, I'm feeling. And then she describes, I'm, I'm feeling this uh, tingling. I'm feeling this energy, she called it. She says, I, I feel going through me. It's, she said, right now, I feel it in my head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so that told me, well, yeah, well, God's doing something. Yes. <laughs> you know? And I saw her seven more times. Yeah, I saw her eight times in all full. And she shared her life with me. I let her talk. Sure. Sometimes that's, that's you very know, healing mom, in itself. She was a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Her mom, she she was angry that her mom was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and she she was kind of angry a little bit with with God, you know, mm-hmm. and and she even said, you know, I really wouldn't even be here, but I, I'm in so much pain, I I just want help, mm-hmm. and so, uh, you know, here we see how God goes right past all the the barriers of what a person thinks, sure. and He loves them. Yes. And so I watched God love this woman who didn't know him. Wow. I watched how God touched her. Wow. And every week I would feel the same thing, this mm. thick substance. Mm-hmm. And I called it spiritual substance because I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. honestly. This was in 2002. I yeah. did not know it was the glory. Wow. Well, the last time I treated her that day and she... The Lord really poured. I remember the Lord pouring that substance into her hands. That night, she called me at my home, mm. and she said, Irene, 
I have to tell you, all the pain in my hands are gone. Glory to God. And I can move my fingers, which she could not do. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. And as she shared this with me, I felt a shower of the Holy Spirit go from the top of my head right through my body. Glory to God. And he was saying, yes, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. He was bearing witness to the truth. Beautiful. I have healed her. And I said, Kim, Jesus healed you. Wow. Jesus has healed you. And she was like, I know, I know. She was so thrilled. And then when she'd see me every now and then in the hospital, she'd run over to me yeah. and give me the biggest hug. Wow. Yeah. Glory to God. And you know, word got out at the hospital. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it did. The wife of a doctor, yes. I would think that would (laughs) That's right. And they looked at me like some thought I was, you know, (laughs) the Catholic doctors thought I was like a little angel, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) Some of the Jewish doctors, (laughs) they looked at me like, what's going on with this lady? (laughs) Right. They looked at me and, you know, kind of bewildered. Mm-hmm. But it was just what God wanted to do. Yes. He yeah. chose her to bless her. Beautiful. Catholic, precious little lady, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And she came to know Jesus in a way that she hadn't before. Oh, you. <laughs> Look what she found. Yes. She found mm-hmm. the, the living God right. who was yeah. in her body healing right. her. Right. She was, she was not the same. Glory to yeah, God. Yeah, beautiful. Hallelujah. So so one of the things that you were also doing was helping people prepare to go into eternity. Well, I realized it after a while that what's happening here is uh, God is using you to bring his presence to the person yes. that is dying. Mm-hmm. And as that presence would come, as they would open up and be willing, mm-hmm. Uh, then I could ask them what religion they were, mm-hmm. and um, I could pray with them. I'd ask them, I'd say, well, you know, I do spiritual therapy, and they'd ask that. me what that is. <laughs> and then that. I'd say, well, what religion are you? And they'd tell me, well, maybe, you know, a lot of them said Catholic. If they said Jewish, I just said God when I mm-hmm. prayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. with the Catholics, I could say Jesus. Right. But it is God. It's all God. Sure. As you work with all these different people, you realize, I remember a a Jewish man got so offended, he wanted to know, why is that Christian wearing the tallit? Oh. (laughs) And we were at a conference in the city with Benny Hinn, Mm -hmm. and this Jewish man from Israel. Mm -hmm. I met him because I was raising money to bring to Israel. Oh, wow. And he met me at the hotel to give him the money that I got from the doctors. Wow. Mm. Oh, my. Wow. And uh, so he wanted to know that, and you could see he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you, you know, I said, that man, he sincerely believes that your God is his God. Yeah. That's what he believes. I said, we, we do believe that. Mm-hmm. And, and did that just, satisfy him? And it just seemed to satisfy. It was like... Oh. He kind of like was, okay. even though he doesn't see that. No, mm-hmm. he didn't see that. His God is not my Christ, the Christian God. You yeah. know what I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. but yet he heard it. And mm-hmm. I think he respected me because he knew I, I was there to help them. And right. I didn't even know him. Wow. And he lived in the Gush Katif region. Oh my. And they had, uh, had the, you know, the different bombings and the um, terrorists and so oh, on. Yeah. 
and we raise money. You know, the doctors were just giving me money. I, to, again, wow. it was the hand of God using me, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. to bless them. Wow. Yeah. So, can, can you tell us a story of some experience in helping someone get ready to meet the Lord? Uh, well, I think of. Um, You've had many of them, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I which, know. which one, Holy Spirit? <laughs> oh, um, I'm thinking of uh, this boy who was only 27. His name was Paul, mm. and he had stomach cancer. Wow. And I got called to go see him in the ER. And when I got to the ER, his mom and his brother are like kind of running out of the room. And I kind of wanted to take offense, but then I realized that they are unable to cope. That's what the Lord showed you. Yeah, the Lord showed me that, that they're yeah. not able to cope. Don't, don't hold it against them. Right. So uh, they left the room. And there I was with Paul, never met this poor child before. He's mm. 27. And he starts telling me, Irene... I'm too young to die. I want to live. I, I don't want to die. And I, I said, Paul, I agree with you. You're too young to die. I, mm -hmm. I agree. You know, and, uh, and then before you know it, uh, he's holding my hand. I'm holding his hand. And uh, I was explaining. I said, Paul, I do believe that if you are to remain on this earth with your family, I said, I, I believe that the healing power of God is going to heal you, Paul. Mm -hmm. I said, but if God has a different plan and he's planning to take you home, then I think that you will go home. That's what I believe. And uh, we went through a process of meeting him where he was. Mm -hmm. We went across from, from great resistance to acceptance. Mm -hmm. uh, he told me his dad had died uh, the year prior to that. We talked about heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, Irene, would you tell me this, uh, the 23rd Psalm? Oh, wow. And I know it by heart. Thank God it was the only one I knew by heart. Wow. <laughs> and so I, I just recited it very slowly. Mm -hmm. And I remember so clearly that because we were in the emergency room, there was only a curtain between us, and mm -hmm. there was a Jewish man oh, in wow. the bed next to him. Wow. That he heard the whole thing. As we went on in this, I quoted the, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yes. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And, mm -hmm. you know, and afterward I'll be in heaven. So I was quoting that. Um, we, we went through some questions, you know. He kept telling me he loved me. I kept telling him I loved him. Sweet. Mm -hmm. It was such a genuine emotion of love, mm -hmm. pure love. Yeah, and compassion. Yeah. And, you know, I realized uh, when I left that day how important love is when a person's dying. Mm -hmm. They need to be experiencing love. That's why they want the family when they die. They want to be yes. around the love, the right. loved ones. Yeah. You know, it's just so important. And I was just pouring out this love to him, and he's telling me he loves me back. It was just such a Sweet. holy, holy mm -hmm. thing going on, yes. you know? Yes, I had a knowing that his father would be coming for him soon. Yeah. And that he was going to cross over. 
When I left Paul that day, he was in such peace. Wow. Telling me, I love you. I love you, Irene. I mean, I'm telling him, Paul, I love you. Wow. I went home. I was amazed. Mm -hmm. I was amazed at how that man went from resistance, great mm -hmm. resistance, being only 27, to mm. being in total peace. Beautiful. And I found out that he died within that week. Wow. He crossed over. Wow. And I believe his father came for him, just mm -hmm. like I saw. Yes. You know? Yes. So... The Lord gives you understanding of things. You know, he, he's, he's faithful to give you what you need to know for the situation. He does. He, that, you get that, you know, you get the spiritual sense, the, mm -hmm. the spiritual wisdom, the yes. wisdom it, it is. Yes. You know, like another time with Gladys, uh, she was only 42, dying of ovarian cancer. And uh, when I met Gladys, she said to me, why has Jesus forgotten me? You know, she was a Catholic who was raised with the nuns in the monastery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, she had a little boy at home. I think he was only seven. I just answered her, just, Jesus hasn't forgotten you, Gladys, you know, and and he loves you. And I don't remember the exact words that I said, but uh, she started to smell roses. Mm. And she's like, do you smell these roses? I said, gee, I don't, Gladys, but I believe you do. Because Jesus is here. Mm -hmm. The Rose of Sharon is here in the room. His presence was so strong in the room. Mm -hmm. And she was getting, oh, another time he wrapped her in his arms. This oh, is wow. another visit. Wow. I'm just remembering that uh, he actually embraced her. Mm. And she felt his embrace. Mm -hmm. And then one day when I was leaving her room, I heard the Lord say, when you come back on Tuesday, because it was Labor Day and Monday I would be off. And he said, when you come back, you'll see this bed will be empty because I'm going to take Gladys home on Monday. Hmm. Mm. Well, sure wow. enough, Tuesday comes and I went into the room and there's the empty bed. Yeah. And the nurse said, oh, didn't you know Gladys, she passed yesterday. Yeah. And I thought, well, yes, I did know. <laughs> I didn't tell, you know, yeah. I knew in my heart, Lord, you showed yeah. me that. Yeah. And you're confirming that I can trust what you tell me. Mm -hmm. you Absolutely. Know, there were times I'd be on the third floor, which was the cancer unit, and I would feel like I'm in a waiting room. Mm -hmm. So I'm perceiving this waiting room, and all these souls are waiting. They're wow. waiting to get their names are going to be called, and they're going home. Wow. Uh -huh. And that's how God would show me things. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned when we were talking earlier about what the Lord said to you when you retired from nursing. What was that? Well, I said to the Lord, Lord, I feel bewildered. I know, I'm, I know you're telling me that I'm going to retire now, that I'm aware, but I'm bewildered. Because I thought I would see you more over all these years, 30 years. I thought I'd see you heal more people. I know you told me you were the healer in me. And so I thought I'd see you more. And I, I just remember watching so many people die and watching so many people suffer. And there were times I couldn't bear Mm -hmm. to watch them suffer. 
Mm-hmm. And you're saying, God, they're so I don't get it. I don't get it, God. And here I'm leaving now. You, I'm I'm retired, and I, I I'm bewildered. And the Lord said to me, "You have been in my Holy Spirit school mm-hmm. for these years, and now you're going to move into my work." Wow. And wow, that was a real that was a real awakening for me to know that, wow, that was my Holy Spirit school. I mean, mm-hmm. I did know it was my school because mm-hmm. I had so many tests. <laughs> I had one after another after another. I had clusters of souls after at me mm. time and again. And I used to say, you know, you couldn't stir up this much trouble if you tried, but it was permitted so that I could be tested mm-hmm. and that I could overcome yes. because I was being given the grace right. by the Lord and the Holy Spirit. I mean, you talk about a teacher. He mm-hmm. was there sometimes telling me, keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would shut my mouth. Yes. And there were times he'd say, don't take the bait. That's the bait. Yes. Don't touch it. Yeah, offense. And and um or someone come you know, coming to catch you in a oh yeah. Catch you. I learned so many I learned how to love my enemies. Mm-hmm. But it was his love that would come through me. That's it. The mm-hmm. very doctor and the very nurse that tried to get me fired. I felt the love of God coming through me one day. I love that. And then I had so many <laughs> I the Lord gives me a scripture and it's in uh, Psalm seventy five. And it goes like, you know, promotion comes not from the northeast, south, the west, but it comes from the Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, about a month later, I get a call to come to the my boss's office, and she says, I want to give you a promotion. Wow. Mm. And I, uh, I, I got promoted right under the nose of all my enemies. Wow. wow. And they were raging. and I got promoted right under them. They couldn't do a thing about it. I remember my friend Ann who worked worked in the hospital with me. She goes, let's face it, she says, that there's such an attack coming, and it's at you and me the most. Mm -hmm. She says, we have to quit this job. Mm -hmm. I said, Ann, I can't quit. I have to wait to get released from the Lord. I can't just go. Yeah. And she quit. Oh, did she? Yeah, because she she you wasn't under that anymore. she wasn't under that control of the Holy Spirit like I was. Okay. And I was that's an honor. When yes. you're put in that Holy Spirit school, it's an honor. Yes. It absolutely it is. It is an honor. And so he's doing all the battle and he's training you. Yes. And I tell you, that battle that was all those little tests mounted up to a big promotion. Beautiful. But what I was excited about was not just the natural promotion. Mm-hmm. It was, what is the spiritual promotion, Lord? Yes. Yes. I'm getting a spiritual promotion. What is it, you know? Yes. And so if we have the time, I can share this little rest of it with you if you want. Because yeah. that'll, it, it turns out that um, I had had a cyst on my left breast. Mm. And one of the gentlemen that I worked with, he was a physical therapist. He'd come on the unit sometimes where I worked and, and he was very spiritual. And, and one day he comes on, he goes, oh, I see this like a, 
this aura around you. <laughs> so I just said, oh, come over here. Don't talk in front of people because I don't want to get in any trouble. You know, I'm in enough trouble with people, you know. So sure. I just said, come here and tell me the spiritual thing you're trying to tell me. Yeah. He says, well, I see this aura around you. Just like all this white light around you. And then he says, well, I can scan the body like this. I feel the energy. And he's going like this to me. <laughs> and, then he, and then when he goes by my left area of the side there, he says, I'm not trying to scare you. He says, but there is something that's trying to attach to you. Mm -hmm. I said, wow. Oh, I says, I, I have a cyst on my left breast. That's interesting that you're telling me there's something that's trying to attach. It's mm -hmm. not attached yet, but it's trying to. Wow. So I talked to my doctor who I worked with, and he said, listen, if you were my sister, I would say, go get that cyst aspirated. Yeah. So I went down to a doctor in Huntington and female doctor there, she aspirates the cyst. I said, I'm getting this done. Good. Mm -hmm. okay. She aspirated the cyst. I'm driving home. And as I'm driving, I'm feeling very good that I've done this. And uh, what comes at my windshield is a dark, long entity. Hmm. And it's coming right at my windshield as I'm driving. And it's raging, angry. Wow. It's raging because it has to leave. Wow. It has to leave my energy field and not return. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, hallelujah, hallelujah. I didn't know what, I, I had no idea. Oh my, this thing wanted to give me cancer. Yeah, I love yeah. that, a Holy Ghost energy shield, you know, because if you just said energy shields, people would think. I'm new age. You're new right, age. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, but you're not Holy new Ghost. age. It's no. Holy Ghost energy shield. But God is yeah. energy. <laughs> sure. God is He's energy, all these yes. atoms and, you know, yeah. anyway. Yeah. But I mean, there it was. There it was. And I always remember what Wade, Wade my teacher, Wade Taylor, he would teach us. He mm -hmm. would say, you know, there are principalities and powers in the heavenly realm mm -hmm. that you have usurped our places. That's right. And he said, and you know how we pull them down? Through yielded obedience. Yes, to God. Yeah. We pull them down. And that's what I was being. Yes. I was doing yielded obedience to the Holy Spirit. Right. And what he was teaching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I won. That was the victory I won in the Spirit. Glory to God. That Glory was the God. victory. I he, mean, that's astounding, isn't it? Yeah. That's it is. better than a promotion of oh, the yeah. money and all. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You've been so taught of the Lord. All these years, and that's that's what is what has taken you from glory to glory to glory, and from one realm of glory into another realm of glory in the presence of the Lord, because you've been so passionate about His presence. So I want to I want to invite you to come back, and let's do another podcast, and let's talk about some of the other things that the Lord began to reveal to you, especially through through your mentor Wade Taylor, and let's let's go deeper in the things that that the Lord was teaching you, because your the name of your ministry is Realms of Glory, right? Yeah, He named yeah. it that. He named it that Realms of Glory Ministry, and. He gave you a book, and, and that tell us the name of the book. Well, I felt like I had a book inside of me, which makes no sense, right? I kept <laughs> saying, what's going on, Lord? I feel like I have a book that wants to get born, wants right. to be birthed. Right. I said, this sounds crazy to me. But then all of a sudden, uh, titles of chapters started to flow, and I wrote them down. I said, this is really you, Lord. Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess you really want me to write this book. Yeah. And so... 
Uh, he titled it uh, Transform Your Soul. The subtitle is Reflections of a Nurse on Compassion, Healing, and Divine Power. And so so the, the book really was about your experiences in nursing, was it not? Or for nurses? Or well, he put a love in my heart for nurses. Mm-hmm. And he led me, of course, into nursing. Yeah. And so uh, that was, like he said, my Holy Spirit school. But then at the end of, you know, when I was nearing coming to an end of that career, he's starting to birth this book in me. Right. And again, I had resistance. I didn't think I was a writer. I didn't think I had anything. I would say, Lord, uh, what do you want to say? I I don't know what you want to say. I I don't have anything to say. (laughs) (laughs) Which is terrible. But this is where I was, you know. So he can can take any one of us and and transform us. That's true. true. I was getting transformed. Beautiful. (laughs) And the book is is really Transform Your Soul. And I share so many different instances uh, in the book of just how that happens. Because he has me take like scripture even Mm -hmm. and share like one of the titles of the uh, chapters is... uh, about the power of our words, mm, because that's so what important. I learned. I learned this in his school. Mm-hmm. How to, he 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 would shut my mouth shut. Yeah, and uh, and so we learn how to warfare. Yeah. So that Amen. book is available on Amazon. Yes, it is, and it it it's called again, "Transform Your Soul" by Irene Fulmer. Right. So we we'll put a link to it in the show notes so that people can can go out and get your book. Would you pray for our listeners before we close? Yes. Lord, thank you for this time that we were able to share together, Lord. And Lord, we know that you use everything, especially our words, when they have your spirit connected to them. And Lord, we know that these words have been made into life because you were in them. And so, Lord, we ask that you would take this life that you have birthed in me, through these tests, Lord, and through, through these victories, Lord, and that, Lord, you would release them out, Lord, and impart to every desiring soul that they, too, would come into their victory and their overcoming life in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, This is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.